I'm J.L. Fields, the host of the weekly radio program, Easy Vegan. I need you. I need monthly supporters to help me continue to bring vegan messages to airwaves and to podcatchers everywhere. When you support me on a monthly basis, for as little as a dollar, you could get anything from a weekly email from me to an entire meal plan for you, maybe even an online cooking lesson. Go to easyveganradio.com to learn more. I'm your host, J.L. Fields. This is episode 136. Can you believe it? You can catch up on 135 episodes at easyveganradio.com. I come to you each week from Studio 809 in Colorado Springs. I'm delighted that we continue to air on Janesville Community Radio in Janesville, Wisconsin, and of course that you are faithful listeners via the podcast. From wherever you are, I welcome you. I am delighted to have a friend coming back on the show, Jackie Sobin, who's going to be talking about her gorgeous new book. It's interesting. I feel like we sort of had this theme. Last week, we were talking about travel, and this week, we're talking about foods sort of on the go, which doesn't necessarily mean travel food, but I think a lot of us get sort of caught up in how busy we are, and we feel like we don't have enough time to cook, and a lot of times, we're looking for some shortcuts or some ways to get prepared and ready to roll and and I think you're going to really enjoy hearing about Jackie's new book. I'm actually coming to you from New York this week. So speaking of being on the go, I uh, taught at the Main Street Vegan Academy on Sunday, Victoria Moran's 21st Academy, which is pretty exciting. Did you know I was in her very first one? I was. And I love coming back now as a faculty member and talking about how you can take your vegan passion and turn it into a business. It's really fun. And now I'm actually on my way to LA for the Animal Rights Conference and for the Gear Leadership Conference, which is a couple days before the Animal Rights Conference. So talk about being on the go. Uh, It's a perfect time for you to hear from Jackie Sobin who's going to talk to you about her new book, Vegan Yak Attack, on the go. Sit back and take a listen. Jackie Sobin is the founder of the popular food blog, Vegan Yak Attack, which has been showcasing her creative recipes and stunning photography since 2011. Her work has been featured on websites such as KTLA News, ABC News, Good Morning America, Veg News, Chris Carr, Pure Wow, Babble and BuzzFeed. Jackie has photographed cookbooks for the likes of Jason Robel, Happy Herbivore, and other plant-based authors, mm, like Victoria Moran and J.L. Fields. <laughs> she is the author <laughs> of Vegan Bull Attack and now Vegan Yak Attack on the go. She is also the Sweets Treats columnist for Veg News Magazine, and she's returning to Easy Vegan. Welcome back, Jackie. 
Thanks for having me. I always love chatting with you. I feel like we saw each other so much back in the day, like when Vita VitaCon was still happening. And um, it's been so long. <laughs> I know. It makes me really sad when I think about it. <laughs> I know. For those of you who don't know, there was this brief stint of time, I guess maybe over a five-year period, where there was this conference called Vita Vegan Con. Uh, and there were three conferences, and it was designed for vegan food and lifestyle blogs. And it was just such an amazing way for everyone to meet their favorite bloggers. And that's where I met Jackie. <laughs> and of course, I saw you recently when you were visiting the Vegan Mo's. You shot their um, you shot their cookbook. Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, recently being it was last June. Wait, that's when I saw you. Oh, yes, it was a year ago. Pathetic. Oh my gosh, isn't that funny? That was a pleasant. It was a, it was a pleasant encounter, and it was a good hang. But it was a year ago, almost. <laughs> well, it was so good that it felt like yesterday. <laughs> well, you're back on the show because you have another book. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. You take gorgeous photos for lots of cookbook authors, including um, you did the Main Street Vegan Academy cookbook for Victoria Moran and I. And you're out with your own book. A lot of people think of you as a photographer because they see you on Instagram and. They see you in other people's cookbooks but you are quite the recipe developer and your new book is absolutely stunning so I'm just curious before we kind of backtrack and talk a little bit about your vegan journey let's just jump to the book what gave you the idea to do a book with the theme of on the go so um to be perfectly honest I want to do a camping cookbook um and I was told it was too niche. I don't necessarily agree with that still, but it did evolve into this concept, um, which is definitely less niche. I mean, this is like people that have fast-paced lives or just don't like want to bother spending a ton of time on cooking or want to get into vegan food. So um, I feel like that was a good evolution of that idea. Um, and, and that's kind of where it came from. And I... I wrote it keeping my newly vegan self in mind and um, and even my, my boyfriend's mom, she is probably like 90% vegan at this point and so the question she would ask me kind of helped me with the direction of this book. Oh, that's really great and what a great way to kind of bring that voice back in and, and remind us, how long have you been vegan now, Jackie? Uh, since 2011. Okay. So, so seven years. Yeah, we're about the same. Um, eight for me. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Doesn't it feel like you've been vegan uh, forever? Uh, it, yeah, yes and no. Because I'm like, I still remember when Daya came out with their first shreds. <laughs> <laughs> and now people, I, I meet people at events and they call me an OG blogger. And I love that. But I'm also like, wow, this is so funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, so yeah, why did why did you start blogging? Um, so, so how it happened is, uh, my background is in product design. I was a product design engineer at a company in LA and, um, I was, I wasn't a cook by any means. Like I knew how to make maybe hamburger helper and riceroni <laughs> and things like that, but, um, not anything really worthwhile. And so I was buying freezer meals for my lunch meals. And so like lean cuisine and things like that. I was like, wow, these things are really expensive for this small amount of food that's mm -hmm. not even very good. And there's a lot of like sodium in it. And don't get me wrong, I love salt, but I don't love it when there's a lot of it and I can't taste it anyway. Right. Um, so I was like, I should learn to cook more. So I, I started on that path probably like the middle of 2010 and 
then uh, at the same time, I bought a like kind of hobby level digital camera from a friend. So I was taking these really bad photos of the food that I was making. And I would just like go on all recipes or uh, any other like recipe aggregate. And, uh, and that's kind of where I was learning how to cook was just from recipes online. Because food blogs at this point were not huge. There right. were some like Smitten Kitchen and Pioneer Woman and things like that. But um, not a lot. So, so I was taking really bad photos of the food. And uh, simultaneously, I was looking into um, like safer products for home and body. Um, because one thing I learned in school was about sustainability when it came to product design. And so being more environmentally friendly was important to me and still is. Um, so I, I kind of went that way with the products in uh, my house. But uh, that eventually led to where the two paths met of me learning to cook and then wanting to be more environmentally environmentally friendly and conscious and I learned about, you know, like factory farming and just the processes and even like FDA certification and approval, which is um, pretty lax in that I think that their rule is mostly it's okay until you show us it's not okay like 10 years mm-hmm. down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, like look at asbestos. But uh, so at that point I was like, oh, I need to maybe change the way that I'm eating. Um, and I also had a meal uh, with my boyfriend at Jack in the Box where he got this breakfast bowl that looked like nuclear and he didn't want to eat it and I looked at it and he's like Jackie don't eat that and and it was actually in that moment where I was like I think I'm going to be vegetarian <laughs> and so it was like all these things kind of happening at the same time and then um you know, I, I was like, okay, I'll move towards that. I started like focusing on vegetarian cooking and found out what nutritional yeast was and that it's magical. <laughs> and then like maybe six months later, cause at this point I still was documenting it, but it was pretty low key. And it was just when my Tumblr was like personal, but I started documenting it more and more. And then maybe like six months later I went vegan. And at this point I was only posting uh, vegan dishes that I was making and um, then I, uh, after that, I just started making my own recipes because um, I was like, really just took it and ran with it. It was like, this is the coolest kind of cooking. This is so much more creative than like anything I've ever done or eaten. And so I really ran with it. And I just started posting vegan recipes all the time, just stuff that I would experiment with. And that's when Tumblr uh, highlighted me and their food uh, category for like people to follow. And so my reach just started growing like exponentially. And that's how I was like, I I ended up speaking with my mom's friend who at the time, uh, she actually still has a DIY blog. So she's been blogging for a long time, but she was like, you need to have a self-hosted site and you need to get a Pinterest and you need this. this, this, this." (laughs) I was like, okay. So I started that all in like July of 2011, and that's when I bought the domain name for Vegan Yak Attack, because before my Tumblr was just Yak Attack, okay. and, um, and that just stems from my name, Jackie. So, oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, it's not... You, so you were a new vegan and a new photographer. I mean, I, I had the impression that you were like a very, you know, had like a seasoned photographer, which you are now, of course. Now, yes, then absolutely not. Like wow. I took one... 
one photography class when I was in school for product design, um, but it definitely was focused more on just like the use of a camera. Um, I, I didn't even know how to white balance properly until probably a year into blogging, and uh, and I just made it a point for me to learn how to take photos better and to style better and to do that. So I did a lot, a lot of learning after I ended up uh, quitting my full-time job after saving up some cash and, uh, and though I was very broke for a couple of years, um, <laughs> I feel like it was worth it. So good. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure happy do. with my decision. <laughs> <folks. laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you're an accomplished photographer and you're an accomplished recipe creator. So, you know, you, um, you and I have had a chance to talk over the years and, and you say that your own vegan journey really does sort of, um, have a direct impact on this particular book that you're that you've written um your latest book which will be out next week is about on the go so how how did how did that how did your vegan journey influence this the recipes in this book and your approach in this book um so i thought back to uh because now my life is not scheduled really like i mean i schedule it enough but it's not you know show up to work be there for four hours eat lunch leave, sit in traffic on the way home. Um, so I kind of had to put myself back in that space of, well, if I have limited time, what is something that I could make in maybe like 20 minutes in the morning if I want a more embellished breakfast or something that I can prep the night before because that's what I did a lot of the time um, when I was vegan working full time is I would just prep either like bowls of fruit with raw nuts and stuff for breakfast. And admittedly, I was much healthier not much. I was a little healthier when I first went vegan mm -hmm. uh, than I am now because I mostly love Beyond Meat sausages. So oh my gosh, they are ridiculous. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> the, the, I think it's just because the options now are yeah. just so awesome um, that I'm like, I want to try everything. But uh, regardless, so I, I kind of put myself back in that space of if I have this rigid time structure and I'm short on it, and maybe if I throw a kid in there... Um, what am I able to do and what is helpful for me? Or even like a college student. Like that's what I feel like the lunches in the book are a little bit more targeted towards adults or college students. They're not as kid friendly because mm -hmm. they're definitely more like cool flavors. Uh, but I, I kind of had to put myself in that space of short on time, um, want delicious vegan food, but also I'm um, like uh, back to like beginner skills. Um, so... I didn't do that with my first book, and that wasn't the aim for the first book, but right. it was kind of nice to, like, uh, step back and be like, all right, so what is it that, like, not me would cook right now, but that I would also still enjoy? Um, so that's kind of, like, the frame of reference I had. Well, I, I got to tell you, I I love it that you've kind of gone to, to the basics because I think that your food is really beautiful. It's very inviting, and it's, it's very – it oftentimes kind of has that kind of, um, what do I want to say, like comfort food approach. Like I do not use the word junk food because I just despise that term. Um, and and you look at it and you're just like, oh my gosh, that looks like decadent food. And it is, but you are using really wholesome ingredients and you're doing things that are really easy. Like the nut-free pepito pesto, I just had me drooling from the minute that I mm. um, started looking at it. And um, I mean, so kale is the star of this, which is a little unusual with a pesto. And then I, I'm assuming the pepita seeds are what you're using in, uh, to replace what's normally in pesto. Like what, pine nuts. Yeah. Usually. Okay. Um 
So I love that. I mean, I love that you have like lots of uh, sort of DIY things that, that you might, you could go into the grocery store and buy a jarred vegan um, pesto because the world has changed so much and that people do that yeah. now. But you're also showing people how to make their own chunky tomato sauce and you're showing people how to make a mayo. And I love those staples. And those all things sort of integrate into this idea of um, things that people can make ahead or do under 30 minutes. And I think it's super approachable. That's what I aim for. I mean, even with um, with like the cooking on my blog um, or in the first book, like I want it to be approachable. Um, but this is definitely less like labor intensive than the first book. And and I would say, and I've I've said this before to people is that I give you options to make your own things um, because some people that get into eating more vegan food or plant based, they do want. Um, maybe more like wholesome, like you're saying, ingredients and in what they're making. So they do want to make it all themselves. But I'm also not going to discourage somebody from making the stir fry packet exactly. with store bought teriyaki sauce. Yeah. Um, if you really need to like expedite that, like I get it. Um, so I feel like, it, yeah, either way, but I, and also that the options that I give you are maybe like slightly healthier than what you would get at store bought or like definitely healthier than at restaurants. And I love eating at restaurants, but then I'm like, this is why this tastes so good is because I love fat and salt. So, Basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I definitely feel like it's, uh, you know, it's not a raw cookbook for sure, but it's it's like, I feel like it is approachable. Where it's like that, that middle ground of delicious um, and then flexible in terms of like what you want to make it, um, but still fairly healthy. Like it's nutritious. Yeah. That's really what it is. is there's, there's nutrients in it. No doubt about it. I love that in your seitan recipes that you offer two options, baked and um, pressure cooked. I am a firm believer that the very best homemade seitan happens in a pressure cooker. So oh, personally, thank you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. um, so t what are some of your favorite recipes in this book? Um, one that sticks out to me is the green enchilada um, casserole. Mm. Um, so it's basically instead of making enchiladas, because... Um, I love cooking and I love enchiladas, but I hate wrapping them. Um, it's a huge pain. And so the filling is uh, like cooked black bean and potatoes. And so you, you cook that separately for probably like 15 minutes. And then you layer it with a blender tomatillo avocado sauce and corn tortillas. So you're basically like assembling kind of like a lasagna but it's enchilada filling and uh, dressing. And then there's a little cashew cream, but you could also use store-bought vegan sour cream on top. And then you bake it, and it is so good. I've made it several times, which is not something I usually say about, like, a re if a recipe is good right away, I'll make it, like, another time. But I've made it for a bunch of things already, and it always, people love it. It's so good. That sounds really delicious. So help. So just so that our listeners can get a kind of, I know you have a couple of themes in what on the go means. So what, where does this fall in the category of on the go? Is it because it's a quicker cooking or does it travel well? So it's bulk cooking. So one mm -hmm. of the chapters, um, the, the way the chapters are laid out is there's quick breakfasts and treats because typically dessert is not something that is like a uh, quick endeavor. That's so true. Um, and I love <laughs> baking. So it kind of killed me to like not really have much baking in here or anything um but there's some breakfast cookies so the quick breakfast and snacks uh and or treats i should say then there's um more like travel snacks 
or oh. like prep ahead. So there's granolas and there's a freezer burrito and there's some like barbecue kale chips and uh, good like if you're going hiking, you want to bring some of that with you or if you want to make ahead some recipes, there's like a sweet potato um, millet soup. Uh, that's in bags so you would just freeze into like four quart bags and then you have a uh, dinner for like a night where you're just like I don't feel like cooking which is I loved that I had those in my freezer because then after making the cookbook for like a couple months I was like I don't want to do anything and they really came in handy um then there's lunch so those are stuff that some is portable there's there's notes on the book of which which recipes are portable mm-hmm. and then can just be made ahead. So there's both of those in the lunch uh, chapter. And then there's 30-minute meals. So that would be your on-the-go in terms of, you know, lacking time. Um, and I really love that chapter. There's some really great recipes uh, like tempeh, uh, adobo, tostadas. And um, there's a summer stew that's really easy and flavorful. And then there's uh, bulk cooking. So that would be the recipes that either like more meal prep style so you can just you know have your quinoa base some sort of vegetable mixture if that's a salad or you know a cucumber salad or something on the side uh and or steamed broccoli or whatever and then there's like a protein so there's a few of those recipes in there but also this enchilada casserole where then if i make this it's eight servings so if i want to either feed a crowd uh, and have it be pretty easy or just make eight meals of this and have it so that I can reheat because it reheats well. Um, it kind of works that way as well. Cool. And then um, after that is the uh, on the move. So that would be like the grill packets and the stuff that's good for camping um, or just like taking with you to where you would actually cook it on site, wherever you're at, if that's a friend's kitchen or that's whatever, where you can prep it at home and then just finish it off somewhere else. Uh, and then the basics chapter, which is the pestos and the seitan and the other things you were mentioning earlier. Yeah, I love that. I have to tell you, um, the things like the the sort of the portable and the, the make-aheads, I love the idea of that freezer black bean burrito. I was looking at that and I was like, you know, because you um, – you, Suggest you can do it really quickly in your microwave. You can also bake it. And if you have an air fryer, you can like do it. And it sounds like 10 minutes. So that's awesome. Um, but I love that. I mean, I think it's a really great way to for people who kind of consider what is on the go mean for them. So I'm really glad to see. I mean, I, I love the, the snack ideas, the travel snack ideas, because I travel a lot. But I'm a huge fan of bulk cooking. And I think that that's um I think a lot of people are trying to get back to that. I think it's sort of the compromise right now with people who really do want to be in the kitchen more, but it just feels like like life is so fast-paced that it feels like a luxury. And I think the bulk cooking, when you just get to carve a little time out and get something done um, in the kitchen that, that is going to have a significant impact on the rest of your week is just very powerful. And I think it's um, probably the secret ingredient for home cooks who are trying to, to do both feed their families well, but also not spend their life in the kitchen. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, do you, are you going on a book tour? Um, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to do events. Yeah. Uh, last oh, time I kind of had a like accidental book tour cause I ended up lining up a bunch of, uh, demos and speaking engagements that were all in the same like month and a half of time. Um, but that's a pretty big endeavor, and uh, I ended up spending a lot of my own money, which is fine, um, and it was great to connect with the community, but I'm just going to 
do events as they pop up. So I have one that's um, in uh, July 7th and 8th. So right after the book comes out, it'll be at Vegination, which is a vegan restaurant in downtown Las Vegas at that location. Cool. Um, where I'll be both days for a few hours a day signing and selling books. And then you can try three of the dishes from the book on their pop-up menu that weekend. Oh, that's fun, Jackie. That's a great way to celebrate a book launch. Yeah, I, I did one for the last book, and it was so awesome, and the turnout was amazing, and hanging out with everyone was really great, so I'm really excited for it. And Vegas has like, just become this like vegan scene all of a sudden. Does that have anything to do with you moving there? <laughs> no, oh my god, I wish. No, that was part of the reason why I moved here, though, is that it's actually because, well, five years ago, Corey and I thought about moving out here, um, and then it fell through, which was for the best. And after I did my event, uh, in March of 2017 and it went so well I was like wow I really need to take a look at how this community is growing and is just super enthusiastic and wants like everything vegan um, so that was part of the reason why I we decided again to move to Vegas um, and also helps that lower cost of living than Southern California for yeah, sure. Yeah, for so. sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, we're having this little renaissance in Colorado Springs. I mean, I moved from New York to Colorado Springs, same reason, lower cost of living. And in the last five, I've been here for five years. And I mean, just in the last four or five months, three 100% vegan places have opened up in Colorado Springs. How crazy is that? That's amazing. That's amazing. It, it is amazing. Um, so I always hate to ask this question, but can never resist asking this question to an author who has a new cookbook out, which is always, so what's your plan for a next book? <laughs> oh, man. Um, to not do one. <laughs> no, okay. Kind of, but I know that that probably is not the truth. Um, honestly, I because I do really think um, that camping – and doing something more around that would be great. Uh, I, th I feel like, I really only told like a couple people this, but I feel like off of this book, so that it's not too similar for obvious and also legal reasons, um, I would do something centered around camping, camping, but also have it be like part guide in terms of gear. So oh, that it's um, like really, yeah. So it's about half and half. Because um, I, I really love the outdoors and I don't spend enough time in it, truly. So I figure if I make more camping recipes, then I will have to be outdoors. Exactly. And it'll be a <laughs> um, So that's one idea. Otherwise, I don't really have any ideas. Um, but that is something that's just stuck in my mind. Um, and especially because more people are getting outside, it seems like in the last like few years, uh, it's definitely more of a thing. And I've even had people ask me... Um, oh, do you have any camping recipes or do you have something that you suggest? And most of like the vegan camping like books or eBooks are a few years old or are limited to like one specific type, like foil packet cooking or something. So um, it sounds so like that, that this, the universe is telling you to keep at it. <laughs> I think so too. So cool. we'll see. I think that's, that would be a really fun idea. And I really, I really like it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But well, I feel like eventually, yes, there'll be another book. 
Cool. I know. Um, I uh, after whenever I finish one, I always say I'm never doing another cookbook, and then I do another <laughs> cookbook. So I get it. <laughs> so my guest today is Jackie Sobin. She is out with a new book. It is coming out next week, July 3rd is the publication date, and it is called Vegan Yak Attack on the Go. You're going to love this book. Check it out on Amazon for pre-sales, and you can find Jackie at veganyakattack.com, and you can find her on basically everywhere that they have beautiful photos. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much for coming back to Easy Vegan. Thank you so much for having me, JL. It was a pleasure. Jackie Sobin has beautiful recipes and great ideas in her new book, Vegan Yak Attack on the Go. You're going to want to be sure to check that out. And as I mentioned, I myself am on the go, leaving New York City on my way to LA. And then I'm actually going to take a little time off the first week of July to hang out with my mom and dad. So I'll be back to you July 10th with a very special guest who has a new book and new album out. And I think you're going to be excited to hear what he is doing with his art to change the world for animals. Thanks for listening to Easy Vegan. Become a patron of this radio program. That's right. Go to easyveganradio.com or patreon.com slash jlfields and learn how you can make sure vegan messages are on airwaves and on podcatchers everywhere.